Okay, we are in Micha, Sefer Micha, Perek Dalit, Bahoyo Ba'achris Hayomim. And once again, it would be most appropriate to acknowledge the great participation and encouragement of the Gavura Synagogue located here in the heart of Wall Street and to the my good friend Dovbear Ziskin and to the Carfunkel family for all their encouragement and support, and so I sincerely thank them. So yesterday, we learned a very disturbing doomsday scenario. We saw that the Navi Micha gave us in the last puzzle what is widely considered uh, the first prophecy ever depicting the Churban Bayez Rishon. And again, bear in mind, Micha is 150 years before this, and it's done with great specificity. And so, as the last Pesach says, L'chein bilglalchem, because of you, I will plow the fields under till there's nothing but rocks. For you, Shalayim iyein tiyev, you Shalayim will be a barren field, a pile of rocks, and the har habayis will just be uh, looted and laid bare. And so now, the Navi, with barely pausing for breath, gives us one of the greatest, if not the greatest, vision of Nahama in the entire Navi. And so it's interesting, however, that it will be very familiar to us. It'll be familiar because the first five sukkim is almost an exact appropriation verbatim of Yeshayahu's famous Nebuah in Peric Bays of Yeshayahu. That raises other questions. We have a, a principle where we are taught that if Tunavian come with the exact same Nebuah, you know they are Nevi'e Shekem. They are false prophets. So how do you reconcile that here the first five Sukkim are exact or nearly exact appropriations of Yeshayahu? To answer that, there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Peites Amud Aleph, that I would like to read to you. Um, says the Navi that when two prophets come with one nevuah, or it sounds like one nevuah, remember, there is a different signum style to each prophet that the Qadr's Baruch gives them. And I quote to Omar Rav Yitzchak, Signon Echad One prophetic signal or style may come to several prophets. However, No two prophets communicate in exactly the same verbal signals or words. It's expressed differently. He stamps his ishiyot his personality on it, and that explains that it is not a verbatim appropriation of Yeshayahu. Remember, Yeshayahu was, say the Medrash, the teacher of Micha. 
So it was natural that some of it would flow over, but it is a different signal. With that, let us begin. In the end of days, that in the end of days, and we're referring to the end of days, it's a messianic vision, that the Har Habayis will be the most prominent mountain in the world. And of course, we don't mean physically the most prominent. Spiritually, it is the most prominent. The, at the end of days, all the nations will come and realize the primacy of Eretz Yisrael and the Har Habayis. And it will stand Barosh Arim It will be elevated from all the valleys, the Naharu Olav Amin. And the nations, as Rashi says, uh, they will be like streams, the people of the world streaming towards the Har Habayas. And all the nations will gather and say, and to the mountain of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he will teach us from his ways, who will teach us, some of Borshim say the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself, some will say, of course, the Mashiach, but in any case, they will be taught the ways of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, they will follow in his paths, from Zion will go forth the word of the Lord and Torah out of Yerushalayim. A, a, a beautiful, beautiful vision. And they will judge, again, who will judge, we assume the Mashiach, among all the nations. All the disputes of the nations will be adjudged. And all of them will come from a distant land and they will be judged and all their disputes will be settled. Um, they will beat their swords into their plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks, pruning forks, Neither, no nation will lift sword against sword. The loyal Meduno Nuchama. They will not practice warfare anymore. How? Why? Says the Malbin. And he lists off the reasons nations go to war with each other. And he shows how the Melech Mashiach will settle each dispute. Wars are fought, for example, because of religion. And we know that. And so that what all the religious differences will be resolved because the truth is Judaism will be the prime, the only religion. Wars are fought because nations desire each other's territory. That will end. War deprives because there's civil war within the nation. That is all going to be end. And so therefore we say, they will not learn war anymore. The Yoshu ish tachaskaf, no, the tachasteno. So each man will dwell under his vine and under his fig tree. And this, of course, denotes a tremendous, not only prosperity, but tranquility. You're at peace. Yes. So when you're looking at what causes war, you know, people always 
divide themselves into little groups. So even among the Jews, even as we speak, yes, there are constantly fights over right. one thing or another. But the, the caveat is, you may have Mashiach. They're saying, not now, but in the days of the Mashiach, this is the ultimate ideal. So, no, etc. Uh, no one will make him afraid. He will live in absolute domestic, military, national tranquility. Because thus has the Kaddish Baruch Hu decreed. This is a, a, an interesting pasuk that requires explanation because all the nations will go in the name of their God. Well, if they're going in the name of their God, then some of their gods are Avodah Zara. And how does that reconcile that we're all going to be under one God? We will go under our God. And the explanation is there that even when they are going under their own God, it is their own God subsumed into the Jewish religion. Yes, they will have certain theological differences, but basically it is one Kaddish Baruch Hu reigning above all. You will worship him, perhaps filtering your style or your previous, but it is not intended to mean Avodah Zarah will still hear. By Yom Hahu, continues the Navi, Yom Hashem, Oswa Hatzliwa, I will gather the lame, the Hanidacha, the far flung, Akapse, I will gather. Sla is lame, we're talking about the prisoners of exile. They are like lame, they are so overborne with sorrow and, and oppression that they are like limping. Uh, the Hanidacha is far flung. So, Nidacha, we certainly know, as Radak says, Shehi Rechoka, distance. And what Ulai Omarze Allah Seras Hashwatim says the Radha. We're talking about the ten tribes. Shahim Rechokimeartama'o, they are far from their land and they will be gathered. Interesting appendage, the Asher Hariosi, and those who I have done harm to. Well, what is the Kaddish Prophet? What do you mean, those I have done harm to? Say the Mephorshim, those that I have punished who were deserving of punishment, who did things that were good, they, I will gather them also. They will be gathered in with the rest of the people. I will now make these lame, beaten upon people a remnant, I will make them a great nation, and God will judge them, from now and forever. In other words, it will be eternal. It will not happen again. You will not be exiled again. It's Now, Interesting, Migdal Eder, you will be Migdal Eder. Why there is an obscure city called Migdal Eder? Why are we 
signaling that is going to be the focal point of the entire reunification. Say the Mephorshim Migdal Eder was the place where Binyamin was born on the way back. Binyamin signifies the completion of Am Yisrael. The 10 tribes are now, or also rather the 12 tribes, are now full. That's what's going to return. Migdal Eder. Ophel is also a very fortified city in Zion, but what it means is you are going to be whole again. You are going to be one nation again, like when Binyamin was born. Uh, and the whole nation will come back as at the beginning. will come back again eternally to Yerushalayim. Now, we cannot get away from a little rebuke and tochacha, even in a beautiful message of Nechama. Says the Navi, Ata lama tereira. Now, and remember he's speaking now in his present day. You, what are you doing looking for friends? Lama tereira. Why are you fawning, toadying, to nations like Mitzrayim and Ashur, which they were at the time, to make alliances. Um, there is no king amongst you. Have your advisors, your counselors fled? That you are seized with fear and trembling like a woman about to give birth. Remember, this is contemporary with them having a very legitimate worry. They are going to be exiled. Assyria is coming. Sancheirib is coming. Continues the Navi. Huli v'gochi basion. Tremble and shake basion kiyodo like a woman giving birth. You are going to be taken out of your cities. You will lie and rest in the fields, assuming that on the way to Bavel, you had camped out in the field. Uvasad Bavel. He is saying you will come to Bavel. Remember again, this is 150 years before Bavel. And he names it Shamtina Sli, however. In Bavel, you will be saved. Shom Yigalecha, you will be redeemed. Hashem Mikafovecha, God will take you from the palms, from the hands of your enemies. And we know, Bavel, they were guaranteed 70 years, you will go back and you will rebuild your temple. Bavel was perhaps arguably the greatest exile in our history in terms of Torah, in terms of individual growth. So much so that we know that 70 people went back, the rest stayed there at the beginning, yes. So, in the, in the prophecy, he's talking about the end of days, but the redemption from bubble is not the end of days. No. It's, 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 it's one little blip. plus 70. It's one blip. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he flips. He goes back and forth. And now, now he's talking, and this perhaps, he's, even he says, and now, thing, he's shifting back to the end of days to go to Many nations are going to array themselves against you. Who are going to say that 
Sion. They are in our sights, as it were, and that we are going to hold them accountable for what they have done. Uh, and they are jubilant at the prospect of, of defeating Zion. But these nations, assumedly in the days of Gog and Magog coming to attack you, they don't know what the divine plan of the Kaddish Baruch Hu is. Below Hevinu Atzaso, they don't know what the council is. He kips them to Amir Grona, because what is my strategy, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu? I will gather them to Amir Grona, like sheaves of wheat in a granary that are about to be chopped up uh, into pieces. Kumi Vidarshi Basyon, and now encouragement to Tion. Get up and do that. Harvest them, or rather thresh them. I will make your horns into steel. And your hooves into uh, copper. You will be strong, you will be mighty. And you will thrash them. You, I will destroy them, all of them. La don color ores. I, the God of all. How, how does that? Uh, how does that reconcile with pasuk hey? That there will be no more war. Oh, we haven't reached it yet. Yeah. And, and In other words, also yes. that each man, you know, he's shifting back. He is talking, yes, the end of the day is no more war. In 150 years, you're going to be invaded and exiled to Bogo. And then at Gogo Mogo, which is prior to the Mashiach, it's a world war where they're all against you. Um, finally, strengthen yourself, array yourself. Um, now we're back to the present. So now gird yourself. And now it is, as some say, the nations of the world talking. Because Matsar Shamalenu, that they have put a, a siege upon us, Meshavet Yaku Ahalechi Eshofet Yisrael. And so they will strike the face of the judges of Israel. They will disrespect these nations. So you see, we are shifting back and forth time zones and different zones of peace and war. So we end on a bad note again, that they are going to come and they are going to strike the cheeks of the judges of Israel. So hopefully tomorrow, 8.45, we shift back to Nechama and the eternal nature of the nation of Israel. 8.45 a.m., you will not want to miss it.